Alright, alright What's up y'all? Welcome to another show Of the What is Truth Podcast And this will be a Wheezy's Weekend Windup It'll be a little bit different than usual As we have the host of Geopolitics and Empire Podcast Mr. Eriove Moric how you doing, sir? All right. You there? I don't know if you can hear me. Uh, it looks like your audio is very, very low again. How about now? That. That's a lot better right there. Yep. Is that better? A lot better. All right. Well... Mr. Harvey, <laughs> not to be confused with Mr. Harvey Weinstein, I, I hope. Let's see. Let's get your audio I prefer, levels. I prefer Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel. All right. Well, uh, let's see here. Sorry. I'm just scrambling and trying to get everything in order. All right. Well, the way we go about business uh, let's give some shout outs, huh? Uh, let's see. What's up, Miss Hev? What's up, Miss Marion G, Stephanie? Weeping Willa, Miss Lemons, Miss T, Secret Squirrel, Roscoe Coltrane. Welcome to the stream, y'all. All right, should be a little fun this time. I do have a guest. We will go over a couple of articles and give our opinions and thoughts on them. And, uh, yeah, should be a good time. Uh, would you like to go first, Mr. Eriove, a.k.a. Harvey? You, you just uh, instruct me how this uh, all works. Sure, I can. Uh... Let I, me. I, I, yeah, this, I, is a, this is a trial you, and error. <laughs> have you shared my screen? Or, uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, you're, I, I shared your screen so we can. Uh... Okay, there we go. We are. There we go. Do you see an article or? Yeah, I see the article on there. It's in Spanish, so I thought <laughs> this was uh, interesting. So just uh, go over the article, yeah? Is that how you do it? or? <clears throat> yeah, if, you, if it's a long article, you could just skim through it uh, and highlight the, the important parts of it. But, you know, uh, read through it and then where you got the article of the author and share it. I forgot who I, oh, I got it from Cesar Vidal, who's, uh, he's well known. He's, uh, from Spain, but I think he lives actually in Florida. Uh, the Spanish government has kind of persecuted him. Um, he's big in the Spanish speaking world, but basically this article talks about the president of Costa Rica, um, talking about the COVID-19 vaccine contracts. And he says, if we, tell you the details we could end up in jail uh so again he's announced the end to mandatory vaccination in costa rica people remember costa rica they had the vaccine passports mandatory uh and then you couldn't even enter without vaccine passports so they've ended that and they're opening an investigation into the contract the vaccine contract signed by the previous government's and Pfizer, and it's interesting because uh, what else does it say that's interesting here? 
they're opening an investigation into those contracts signed by the prior government and uh, the pharmaceuticals. Um, says we're going to investigate why did they buy so many of these vaccines um, when the information uh, when um, it says that the, the market was like saturated, it was not necessary. So first of all, why was the previous government buying so many vaccines unnecessarily? Um, they, they bought, uh, what else does it say that's interesting? Uh, and, and that basically they, they were not going to be used, they were going to uh, expire. And that's the same thing that happened in 2009 with the swine flu. Like the more, uh, the most of the governments ended up buying, you know, 80% of the vaccines they bought in 2009 were just thrown away. Uh, but what else is interesting, he says that they can't share the details because I guess according to the contract, if you share the details, you could end up in, in jail. Um, and then he says, because that would violate the contract, which was redacted by the daughter of the ex-president, a very good lawyer, uh, which I guess represented Pfizer. So how about those, you know, that, uh, the corruption, the president, the daughter, Pfizer. And, um, so this is a good sign because, I mean, they're showing the corruption at least in Costa Rica uh, between Big Pharma uh, and how Big Pharma made the government uh, basically buy all these crazy uh, vaccines, waste all this money and uh, make this crazy deal where you can't even share the details if you go to jail if you share the details. So yeah. Wow. Yeah, the the corruption just carries on. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, I will share screen as well. There we go. Okay, should be having my screen. Uh, what we I want to go over the the talk of the town, the Trump read. This is from the New York Post, uh, dated today, August 13, 2022. Author is Callie Patterson. Despite former President Donald Trump's suggestion, federal agents may have planted evidence during their raid of his Mar-a-Lago resort this week. He and his family were able to see the whole operation on security camera footage. One of his lawyers revealed to, uh, Thursday. It's kind of funny, I think, the folks in New York... President Trump and his family probably had a better view than I did because they had the CCTV uh, footage they were able to watch, Christina Bob told Real America Voice. I was, you know, I was stuck in the parking lot there to, you know, collect paper and answer questions, she added. But they were actually able to see the whole thing, so they actually have a better idea of what took place inside. Uh... Let's see. So yeah, basically, if you've been living under a rock um, earlier this week, Trump's property was raided. Uh, the other side will say it wasn't a raid. Uh, for me, it's all more political theater. Um, it's 
many, many ironic things are going on. Uh, we see people on the left cheering on the FBI. Meanwhile, just a few months ago, they were talking about defund the police. Uh, and then you could flip that around too. people on the right that back the badge and are all for law and order are now demonizing the FBI. And then you have the FBI uh, uh, director that raided his home or, or you know, op conducted it is was appointed by Donald Trump himself. So uh, I'm sure there's going to be more developing stories. It's still a lot of things are still a little murky. Uh, and if you read stuff from the left, you get one side, you read stuff from the right, you get another side. Um, I guess we're just going to have to wait until things uh, settle down a little bit. What are your thoughts on it? I would tend to agree with you that it's just the uh, theater. Uh, I'm seeing interesting commentary on Twitter. Um, I think it was, again, Thomas Massey, the congressman, saying, talking about... Oh, I, I don't have it in front of me, the the tweet, but he had a really good comment. Let me see if I can find it quickly. But there are some, oh, one of the theories is that they're going to try to like ban him, use this to ban him from even try, uh, being able to be a candidate. Um, so. Well, you hear that and then you hear on the flip side that this is only going to cement his nomination <laughs> so it's just you're hearing it depends on what you're listening to that you know obviously if you're on one side of the aisle you're gonna listen to only things that you may like um and completely ignore oh that's another article i want to cover for sure <laughs> or was that going to be your funny one which one uh the, the queen elizabeth one. Oh, you see it yeah <laughs> well, yeah go ahead but just along the COVID lines, yeah, well, anyways, yeah, I, I, I had the crazy theory, I, I mentioned it to you before, that I think Trump will come back, uh, this is all theater, yeah. WWE, he'll come back, he'll win, and then um, it's going to be, cra you know, pretty crazy times, you know, but we might even go authoritarian under Trump, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, different, uh, different flavors of totalitarianism, like uh, your guest Ian Davis uh, that you had on mentioned. No, I haven't had him on yet. Ian I thought Davis. you did. I... But I will have him on actually next week. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would love to get Ian Davis on. Oh, maybe I heard him on James Corbett is where oh. I heard him. Yeah, yeah I thought... I... Yeah, so, yeah, that's probably where the mistake happened. Um, you are next as far as the article. I think this is also big news following the COVID stuff that Alex yeah. Berenson, the journalist... Um, I think it was New York Times. He was deplatformed. Then he was just re-platformed, and apparently he found the documents. Um, he found the primary source data, which showed that the White House. So this is a smoking gun. You know, they say, "Oh, you know, Twitter can censor you because it's a private company." Well, in this case, it was the government censoring him. The government told Twitter to censor him which is a violation of the freedom of speech, the First mm. Amendment. So like he says, the First Amendment does not apply to private companies like Twitter. But if the companies are acting on behalf of the federal government, they can become state actors that must allow free speech and debate. 
uh, just as the government does. So uh, apparently he just announced on his Twitter he's going to sue, uh, I guess, Twitter and the, uh, the government. Uh, and it seems like a pretty clear case if it's if he's got the uh, documents, the messages showing the government was censoring his speech. So I think this is a pretty big uh, deal and it would be the same for many of us. Like I think my PayPal was taken because of the government telling uh, PayPal to take me down. Here you have the government telling Twitter yeah, to take this guy down. Touch on so, that. You, you do talk about it, uh, but briefly, what happened with your PayPal? How did that get taken down? It's the same way I think what happened with this guy on Twitter. That it, because the timing just tells you everything. They rolled out the disinformation governance board. The Department of Homeland Security decided to create this other agency called the Department of um, Disinformation Governance Board. And that same week, literally, is like the same day or the next day or the, or the day, second two or three days later, um, or whenever they took down other even there are more prominent organizations mint press news and consortium news and my uh me from paypal we were all banned from paypal simultaneously what are the chances that the three of us who have similar anti-empire anti-establishment views are taken down the same week this information government board is brought out yeah it's clear it was at the behest of the government not paypal and it's the same thing and i'm sure it's, it's the same thing all across the board whether it's twitter or um paypal or any other big tech platform usually so right yeah the the hand of censorship just keeps on creeping on by <laughs> uh let's see all right so my article i will To this one on uh this one came out a couple of weeks ago and let's see it's from the express uh and it's regarding prince charles and his ties to saudi money and not just saudi money but osama bin laden saudi money uh interesting stuff uh he's been in the hot seat it, interesting thing is the express wrote a following article you can find it on the google search it's called uh prince charles blood money under fire for blood money you click on the article and the article has been taken down <laughs> so it sounds like the express is already maybe they've been told hey hey you guys could have a little fun but too much fun and uh there's gonna be some problems so yeah they removed that article uh about a week ago so um i have to resort to this one that's a little bit older um this one is written by the balt Spurlet, i believe um got to question future king's judgment charles sparks furious debate over saudi cash uh let's see prince charles has found himself engulfed in another scandal as the prince of wales reportedly accepted a one million pound donation from the saudi bin laden family in 2013. the royal family member is believed to have met with the half brothers of september 11 terrorist osama bin laden to accept the generous donation on behalf of the prince of wales charity uh, pwcf despite opposition from royal advisors this scandal adds up to recent reports he accepted 
three million pounds, including one million, stuffed into a suitcase from a controversial Qatari politician. Uh, the article basically goes on, and yeah, it, it seems like a lot of people are giving him grief, rightfully so. Uh, but it just more. Sometimes I, I'm I'm bewildered that some of this stuff gets out, you know, and and why does it get leaked out? Because everything that we hear on the news um, isn't a surprise, you know. It's been let out for a certain reason. Um, I don't know. What What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I had the same thought. Like, first of all, how did they let that get out? Um, if they did, did they want it to get out, and why? And uh, as well. Um, uh, uh, you know, I, I also had the thought this Prince Charles probably he's got a lot of money. So what's, you know, one million pounds uh, to him? Uh, yeah. And, you know, would it even have been worth taking those million pounds from who they took it from? Uh, uh, would it have been worth all of this media noise now, you yeah. know? And so that's what I'm saying. Like, it, 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 and this stuff could easily been swept under the rug. So why was it out? That's that's where I come from. Um, you know, <laughs> like you said, they they have so much money, so many assets, uh, and one million pounds. It sounds like a lot. That maybe that's been deliberate. You know, a million pounds stuffed into a suitcase. So we get this impression, uh, but a million to them is nothing in reality. You know. Yeah, that's why, I don't know. Or, or maybe there is this, I mean, it's part of the whole Great Reset thing where they want to make the current ruling uh, elites look, get rid of some of them or make them look bad. Because uh, yeah. that goes to another article that I found as well. Now the Telegraph is talking about the tyranny of Justin Trudeau being exposed. Um, you know, Boris Johnson, all of these the Sri Lanka president, um, many others, things seem to be going in that direction. You want to share that? And which one? The, the that one that you're talking about. The... Yeah. Can you see it? Yeah. There we go. Yeah. I mean, this is also kind of surprising. This is just from today, uh, yesterday, I guess. Uh, the tyranny of Trudeau has finally been exposed by two Brits. How uh, a lawsuit has shown Canada's travel vaccine mandate had little to do with science and everything to do with politics. Mm. Mm. Uh, the point the point really was where was it from uh, court uh, documents which the author broke uh, herself uh, basically Very showing nice. how senior government uh, bureaucrats scrambled to find a scientific rationale for the mandates just days before it was due to come into force and uh, two British uh, immigrants filed a civil suit against Trudeau in the federal court. And I guess uh, documents related to that civil suit show that Trudeau, uh, the the bureaucrat charged with, uh, uh, let me see. Well, basically, I think it, uh, the most important point is that, where is down here somewhere, um, that the person in charge, the bureaucrat, had a, an undergraduate degree in English literature, not science, right? Didn't have the scientific knowledge to call, uh, make enforce the mandates. There were no doctors or anyone, but we know that they were taking orders from Klaus Schwab, who's penetrated more than 50% of the Canadian government. So obviously you have this English major launching uh, the vaccine mandate. Um, and so 
and I thought this was a powerful paragraph. It says, the tale of Trudeau's vaccine mandates has ramifications far outside Canada. The world over governments have invoked draconian powers heretofore only used in wartime to control and regulate their people and uh, curtain fundamental liberties, such as the right to gather or mobility. Everywhere people are told by their governments, much as uh, Trudeau told Canadians, we're sorry, we hate to restrict your freedom, but we're just following the science and the evidence. We know in the case of Canada's travel mandate, that was simply false. Uh, in the Canadian case, Trudeau's ministers have made it clear that the suspended mandates could come back, as indeed could COVID-based restrictions the world uh, over. So yeah, basically those documents show that there was just the English major that said, let's put the vaccine mandates. And so, yeah, mm. it's, uh, it's, a, it's a joke, really. So Yeah, yeah. The, the joke carries on. Yeah, that's that's a very, very nice article. Where was that from again? The UK Telegraph. The Telegraph, okay. Copy that. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we're going to... I like to do a couple of serious articles and then, you know, a couple of more yep. lighthearted, silly ones to end the stream, you know, on a, on a good note. <laughs> uh, did you have one or... Was that the one that you were planning on using? The Queen I mean, Elizabeth I got a couple one? Extras, extras, but go ahead, whatever you got. All right, I'll I'll, I'll go with that one then. Uh, let's see. Your screen. All right. So, for a little bit of silliness, I will choose this one from the Express as well. Uh, the art author is John Barga. Trying to erase women, fury erupts over claims Elizabeth I may have been non-binary. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. An academic has provoked the tidal wave of fury on social media after claiming Elizabeth I was a non-binary person. What, what, what triggers people to write this kind of nonsense? It's, it's beyond me. Uh, all right. The famous British monarch is perhaps best known for her defeat of the Spanish Armada in May 1588. She has been immortalized in plays, films, books, and is perhaps Britain's best loved female ruler. However, an academic working for London's Shakespeare Globe has cast doubt on her gender identity. Uh, Dr. Kit Hayam published an essay for the theater that sought to defend... Uh, the the oh look at this error look at that come on where's the editor gosh darn it uh the globe's decision to stage a new play featuring a non-binary joanne of arc the academic argued that historical women were not only rebels for performing what were considered typically male tasks but also in some sense adopted a male identity dr hayam wrote elizabeth first described themselves regularly in speeches as king queen and prince choosing strategically to emphasize their female identity or their male monarchical role at different points uh, inhabiting that social role and dressing in the clothes associated with it while living and working among men may not have just felt like gender defiance it may have had a profound impact on their sense of self 
the essay provoked a furious reaction from social media users who were quick to air their views on the matter. Uh, Buck Angel tweeted, They keep trying to erase women. Uh, while Jen wrote, Elizabeth I then being revised. All right. She can't just be a woman in an extremely powerful position, can she? Oh no, we must find some way to make her a tiny bit male. Uh, on and on and on. Uh, just more hilariousness with these, in my opinion, non-science-based gender claims. Uh, it's... And we saw an article a couple of weeks ago, I think I read it on one of these weekend windups as well, where even archaeology is getting a revisionist uh, treatment. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, man? On the article or? or yeah, just uh, the article. Yeah, I, I just see it as more proof. Um, people can also, we, we touched on this idea somewhat yesterday on with um, the, the guest before you were on, on TNT, but uh, the woke imperium you know the u.s empire and i think this is just proof that it's kind of it's it's silly but it's serious at the same time because it's proof that what we're dealing with is a on one hand it's a cult it's an ideology it's a totalitarian ideology it's like a, the bolshevik revolution you know um this is like neo-bolshevism because what do they do they come in they break all of the they they erase history right so they we see them taking down the statues uh in the us and the uk so they you know they took down the statue of uh, cecil rhodes i'm not a fan of cecil rhodes but the point of that is to erase all history and to establish it's revisionist one... revisionist and right. in a bad it's sense but it's totalitarian because and and, and it's also the the insertion of of you know presentism you know uh using what you're living through today and trying to insert that into the past as if that's going to fly. I mean, it's, you're talking about 1588. Are, are you, are people really that naive and gullible to think that in 1588 people were talking about in, in the terms of they and, and she and they and all these pronouns crap. It's ridiculous, but sure enough, I'm sure there will be people that will agree with that. A crazy person's perspective. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just wonder how many. Hopefully, not too many. But um, yeah, yeah. I, 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 hundreds of years ago, I don't see any any of this flying. I mean, this is just nonsense. This is uh, the person putting this out there is an agent of this new uh, empire that we're dealing with, uh, and. We'll see if it succeeds or not. It, it, it's up to the public to buy to buy into this. If enough people buy into it and normalize it, then we're screwed. So we'll, we're we're gonna have to see. <laughs> Play it out. Wait out. All right, my man. Uh, what what article do you have for us? As you know, as a little lighthearted one. And uh, stream. Have a light, uh, I don't have uh, anything else. Uh, oh, that's fine. I was I gonna share of... one. Um, Roscoe Coltrane sent it over. It was a a woman allegedly won a cookout by she kept losing the cookout and she started harvesting uh testicles from the local morgue to win the meatball cookout. And I was gonna share that and then I found it was fact checked and it was all it was satirical. 
So that's the only reason I'm not sharing it, Ross. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have shared yeah, I it. A, I do have a, a story, real life story related to testicles, to horse, uh, horse testicles. When I lived in Mongolia, I I was out visiting some uh, out in the middle of nowhere, some nomads, and they were uh, I, I I forget how you call it, but basically chopping off the the testicles of the horses, I guess, so they could neutering. Have... I guess so they couldn't have uh make more uh yeah, baby neutering, horses, but neutering yeah and, and uh and they were eating the testicles they were cooking them and boiling yeah. them and uh i was at that moment like what's that that that, that guy in the show um bear bear grills grill? yeah right, grills yeah it was that moment where like should i should a nice once in a while experience <laughs> and then the, one of the uh mongolian dudes was chewing on the cooked testicle yeah. So I I would I I was on the brink of doing it, but when I saw him chewing it, like like it was like chewing gum, where you you have to just chew because it's because imagine it's like a <laughs> testicle, I guess it's rubbery. Yeah. yeah. And and he was just chewing it for so. If it's one of those things where you can eat it quickly and get it over with, okay. But the fact that I'd have to chew it, for savor so long, it. Like, no, thank you. I passed. So. <laughs> savor the 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 hard work and effort that that beast has been through over the years. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> so yeah, I passed on that. Yeah. yeah, man. In in uh in some parts in the you know some of the cowboys they'll cook uh you know when they neuter the bulls or whatever they they cook them up and they call them uh, Rocky Mountain oysters. Really? <laughs> you haven't heard that term? No. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not exaggerating. They they call them Rocky Mountain. If someone ever comes up to you and it's a cowboy, has a mullet, some cowboy boots, uh, rattlesnake skin belt, and they offer you Rocky Mountain oysters, I would suggest to kindly decline. Although, who knows? Maybe maybe they are tasty. <laughs> you never know. It, it, it might help with all the if you've been uh, injected uh, with the thing you know uh, today. It, you know, it, it could help your fertility, though, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny how so many things get attributed to fertility, uh, from rhinoceros bone to, to you know, all kinds of stuff. Uh, my man, Mr. Eriobe Moric, chilling over there on the, yeah, chilling like a villain over in the Europeanese continent where can people find you uh you do you are on youtube as well right for now yeah Shadow yeah band, i think but where would you like people to follow you I'll on you go to the website geopolitics and empire.com and uh, as well as tnt radio live my man thank you very much it was a great time uh this was you were my first guest on it and i think we we rocked it without doing a little pre warm-up but it, it turned out okay. <laughs> Simpsons hands for Mr. Eddie Morich, everyone. Uh, thank you, my man. Uh, thank you so much. Hopefully you have a uh, exquisite rest of your... What time is it over there? It's it's pretty late, isn't it? Are you five hours ahead of me? 10, 10, 10 p.m. is not too late. Oh, okay. There you go. You got, you got plenty of time to hang out and have gift wars. Uh, my man, uh, <laughs> everyone in the live chat, please stay uh, or... Go to Odyssey in about half hour. Gonna have data hoax. He's gonna share some UFO footage he took. It's pretty. You gotta see it, Eriowe. I'll send it to you. It's pretty, pretty wild stuff. And I know this guy, so it's, it, it's not like it's a 
a hoax type of deal, you know. Um, he took it in his backyard. It's freaking amazing. Um, but yeah, we're going to check that out and have a little chat with Mr. Data Hoax on Odyssey. So follow the link there. Uh, thank you so much again, Eddie Everyone check him out. Uh, follow him. He has great content, great guests uh, on a routine basis. Uh, thanks again, my man. And thanks, everyone. We'll see you.